Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before I get started today, I want to give a shout out to Walker Olson. Walker has shared his drawing of a tree beast with us, and it's pretty great. It has these yellow glowy eyes that are so creepy and cool. Head over to the website and check that out. Thank you so much for sharing your drawing, Walker, and thanks for listening. I also want to give a shout out to Darcy from Anthem, Arizona. She has shared with us a drawing of a gloop soldier, but... My favorite is her drawing of the Witch Queen and one of her snake creatures and the Red Dragon and the Gray Dragon all locked in battle. Great job, Darcy. Thanks for sharing those pictures with us, guys. You can find those at kidstoriespodcast.com. Today's story is called A Visit from the Secret Traders, Part 3. Last time on The Secret Traders, Part 2, Christopher and Ellen did a little fact-finding and discovered that the secret traders had been stealing from Valleytown. There was a bit of a scuffle, but the two siblings made it back to the shop before it got too bad. Ellen and Christopher were exhausted. They only intended to do some light surveillance the night before, and ended up staying awake most of the night, fearing an attack from the secret traders. Luckily for them, none of the traders came looking. All morning, they showed the surveillance video to everyone who visited their shop. It was creating quite a stir around town, and more and more people kept stopping by to watch the footage. Christopher and Ellen had a plan. They were going to show their surveillance video to as many people as they could. Then, as evening approached, they would confront the secret traders with the video, demand they return the things they stole, and tell them to leave. They figured that as long as they had proof, and the townspeople were all there as well, maybe the traders would just move on and avoid a big confrontation. But the secret traders had other ideas. In the middle of the day, as Ellen and Christopher worked in the shop, and more citizens of Valleytown stopped by to view the footage and gossip, a secret trader entered their shop. There was a hush before the trader even made it inside. Everyone saw him approach from the street. He was carrying something. There were a few other traders with him, 
but they hung out in front of the shop. Cheddar went outside to get some pets from them. The little bell jingled as the man entered the store, and the place went silent. Christopher put on his shopkeeper smile and said, Hello, welcome to Valley Town RC. Let me know if you need anything. The trader walked through the small group of people at the front of the shop. Like most secret traders, he was tall, skinny, and wore an old black suit. As the man neared the counter, Christopher could see that he was recently injured. His face was all cut up, and he had many small bandages all over his head. The trader put something on the counter. It was Christopher's drone, all smashed up from when Ellen flew it into this guy's face just last night. Christopher didn't quite know what to say, so he just treated this secret trader like any other customer. Looks like your drone's all busted up, said Christopher. I think I might be able to repair it for you. Could have it fixed up in a little bit. It's not my drone, said the trader. It flew into my face last night. Thought it might be yours. While Christopher was willing to play along, he wasn't interested in lying about this whole situation. You know, the more I look at it, the more I realize you're right. It is my drone. That's the drone my sister zipped into your face while you were trying to grab me last night. Listen, we know it was you guys who stole that stuff from around town. We've got the iron rods on video. Just give it all back and get out of here. Oh, we'll be doing neither of those things, said the trader, leaning on the counter with his elbows. Your ninjas won't be back for a while so we'll do whatever we please. The trader grinned an evil little grin and strolled out of the shop, leaving the broken drone there on the counter. Now it was abundantly clear to Christopher, Ellen, and everyone else in the shop that the secret traders were definitely the ones responsible for the things stolen around town, and maybe even more stuff that people hadn't noticed yet. Well said Harold. I'm not going to say I told you so. We'll, we'll just need a plan to get back the stolen goods. Everyone looked at Christopher and Ellen, expecting them to take the initiative. I think we all just head down to their camp later today and tell them to leave. They surely wouldn't care to stay if half the town tells them to go. I'm going to fix this drone and we'll meet everyone at their camp in a little bit. The customers emptied out onto the street now, sharing their news with the rest of town. As in most places, word traveled fast in Valleytown. Nicholas was intent on trying to defuse the situation without fighting. He was going to give that one more try before things got... messy. He decided he would fix the drone and offer it to the trader, as a way of saying... I'm sorry we smashed this drone into your face. Now give back what you stole and leave. If that didn't work, and he figured it probably wouldn't, then they would just need to force their way into camp and take the things the traders stole. The iron rods, the copper cow statue, and the bags of coffee. Soon, many Valley Town citizens had gathered down at the secret traders' area just north of town. While Ellen grabbed a plate of enchiladas real quick, Christopher addressed the townspeople. 
listen, everyone, we're going to try and calm the situation down without fighting. We will not throw punches except as a last resort. And so, Christopher and Ellen then found the secret trader who had come into their shop earlier in the day. He was standing behind a table full of jewelry. Christopher approached. All right, I fixed the drone. Here, you can keep it. Christopher laid the drone down on the table between them. Now give us back the stuff you stole. The cow, the iron rods, the coffee. Just just give it to us now and be on your way. The secret traders, who were pretty used to confrontations like this, had now begun to group up around the man across the table. The man smiled his creepy smile again and said, We never give away our things, but I'll make you a deal. We stick around for as long as we please, and we do whatever we want. Christopher waited for the rest of the deal, but apparently that was it. And Christopher didn't really know what to do next. By this time, some villagers had grouped up around Christopher and Ellen, opposing the group huddled around the secret trader. Christopher looked from side to side for some direction. He looked to his right and saw Harold and more villagers, all real angry that this group of traders had stolen from them and thought they could just walk away. Christopher looked to his left and saw Ellen, looking confused that these secret traders would be so brash. Christopher narrowed his eyes, distracted by something familiar down the road. He focused in on what he saw in complete disbelief. There, on a table full of pets for sale, was their dog Cheddar, stuffed into a wooden cage much too small for it and whining. All at once, Christopher realized that the secret traders who came to his shop earlier must have grabbed Cheddar without anyone seeing, and they didn't even try to hide him. It was clear to Christopher now that these traders would not respond to talking. They were here to take advantage of the people of Valleytown while the ninjas were away. That's it. They had no good intentions. Ellen followed Christopher's gaze and saw Cheddar as well. She gave Christopher a look that said, More punchy, less talky. Then Ellen turned to go free Cheddar. Christopher grabbed the table in front of him the one separating the villagers from the traders. He jerked it up off the ground so hard and fast that every piece of jewelry was launched high into the air. Then, while the table was in midair, he leaped forward, slammed his shoulder into the table, which then smashed into the secret trader, which then smashed into the wagon behind him. Oof, the man said, as all the air was knocked out of him. He gasped for a breath and fell to the ground. The traders mostly dropped to the ground, scrambling to collect all the jewelry scattered all over the place. The villagers then rushed into the traders' camp on the other side of their wagons, searching for the stolen goods. Ellen ran to the cage holding Cheddar. She reached out to unlatch the cage, but a secret trader pulled the cage back from her and started to carry it away. Ellen threw her plate of enchiladas. It sailed through the air and splat hit the traitor right in the face. He dropped the cage holding Cheddar 
and wiped his hands across his face, smearing away layers of delicious, steaming, melted cheese. Ellen opened the cage and freed Cheddar. Many secret traders ran to the jewelry table now, noticing the ruckus. Two of them grabbed Christopher, and he struggled to get free. Ellen rushed to his aid. She picked up the drone that had been tossed off the jewelry table and used it as a weapon, smashing it into one of the brutes holding on to Christopher. Christopher then broke free and kicked the other trader square in the chest, and he flew back a few feet, landing on his back. The scene was a real mess now. The Valley Town citizens were running through the secret trader's camp, tossing the place apart, looking for the stolen items. Some of the secret traders were fighting Ellen and Christopher. Others were running off or collecting their goods and rushing to stash them in their wagons. The trader stood up now, the one Christopher had spoke with earlier in the day. He was breathing through his gritted teeth, and Christopher noticed his body began to fade at the edges, like he was beginning to blend in with the shadows near him, like when an image on a video feed begins to glitch and the picture starts to blip and stutter. His eyes turned black, and he seemed to become bigger than he was before. The other traders near him began to blur and seemed to grow as well. The sun was beginning to set, and Christopher was beginning to regret waiting until near nighttime to confront the traders. "'What's going on? What are these people?' Ellen asked Christopher as they backed away. They were both beginning to realize that these traders were perhaps not entirely human." I don't know, but it isn't good, said Christopher. The main trader ran for Christopher now, but it looked more like he was floating. His body was more and more of a blur, like it was partially made of smoke. Ellen tossed the broken drone to Christopher. The trader swung, and Christopher sidestepped the attack and swung the drone as hard as he could, and it smashed into the trader's face again. The trader yelled out in anger and swiftly grabbed Christopher by his shirt with both hands and threw him across the road. Christopher smashed into a wagon selling food. He stood up and searched for anything he could use as a weapon. The trader barreled across the road to continue the fight, and Christopher, Christopher grabbed the first thing he could find and hurled it at the oncoming attacker. A huge tub filled with boiled hot dogs spun through the air. The smelly hot dog water splashed all over the trader, and a number of cooked hot dogs slapped him in the face. It was gross. Christopher kept reaching around him and throwing anything he could find. A jar of pickles, handfuls of sauerkraut, plates, and silverware. But the trader kept coming in a fury. He reached Christopher and grabbed him by the shirt again. Christopher fought back striking the traitor in the head and kicking with all his might, but the blows weren't hitting squarely as the traitor kept dodging mysteriously by becoming smoke and shadow. The traitor threw Christopher across the road and he smashed into another wagon. His body was bruised and aching. He was slower to stand up this time. The traitor stormed across the road again, and Christopher wondered how he was going to deal with this menace. Just then, three arrows stuck into the ground in front of the trader. He stopped and looked to the direction where the arrows were fired from. Christopher and the trader both looked up to see Tatiana standing on a table. Enough! 
yelled Tatiana, and much of the commotion quieted. Most eyes were on Tatiana now, and everyone noticed Tim and Ray walking down the road coming from the same direction. "'Well, you're obviously the bad guy,' yelled Tim, pointing at the traitor fighting with Christopher. "'He probably thought we were going to be gone for a while longer,' said Ray. "'Big mistake.' Tim and Ray rushed in and attacked the traitor now, who was proving to be very difficult for them to hit. The two ninjas looked confused as their kicks and punches just weren't connecting, and the traitor seemed to be turning into smoke and then back into a person again. The traitor spun away from the two ninjas now and ran away from the road, heading toward the forest, where some traitors had also been running to, trying to escape. The traitor was about to reach the space between two wagons when Christopher kicked a table directly into his path. The traitor, who was running at full speed, crashed into the table with such force that it broke into pieces and he stumbled to the ground. Then the ninjas were on him, each grabbing an arm. The traitor was injured and exhausted, seemingly unable to continue using his mysterious smoke-like powers and the ninjas held him still easily. "'Thanks for the assist, Christopher,' said Tim. "'Hey, uh, do you know why this guy smells like hot dogs?' Ray noticed the same thing. "'Oh, dude, yeah, this guy reeks.' "'Uh, I threw a tub of hot dogs at him,' said Christopher. Uh, "'He got soaked with all the hot dog water.' "'Gross,' said Tim.' Looks like the secret traders stopped by while we were away, huh? Yeah, said Christopher, looking around now at the mess. Many of the traders had run off. The townspeople were tossing through their things, looking for the stolen goods. People were angry and yelling, finding more and more stolen items that they didn't even know had been taken. Christopher continued, They stole some stuff from around town, and we tried to be reasonable, but... Oh, no, interrupted Tim. There is no reasoning with the secret traders. You guys did good. Let's get started cleaning up this big mess and you can tell us everything. And so, the townspeople did their best to recover all the stolen items. The remaining secret traders were rounded up and delivered to the dojo. Christopher and Ellen helped clean up the mess while they told the ninjas the whole story. Well, now I'm sure we're all in agreement that the secret traders should never be allowed back into town, said Ellen. Of course, said Christopher, but I am going to miss the food. There's still some food out here, said Ellen, looking around for a food wagon with anything left in it. Christopher leaned down and picked up one of the many hot dogs still strewn about. Yeah, you're right. Want to share a hot dog? And they laughed, but they didn't eat the hot dog. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions or drawings you'd like to submit, feel free to send them to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.